Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Beer and Biceps podcast. Today we'll be looking at the truth about keto diets. This is now the ninth time I've had to re-record this because the dog has barked during every single take I've done so far and I am so fed up with this introduction. So I'm going to change it up a little bit and start with the beer (laughs) just to keep myself from going insane. Right, so the beer I'm drinking today is a classic lager by Captain Lawrence Brewing Company. I got it with my Beer 52 subscription. Um, I did not have massive hopes for this because on the Beer 52 website, everyone else has described it as just a lager. Um, But actually, I was surprised by how good it was. It's sort of... um, The carbonation is not great. It got flat very quickly. But taste-wise, it's... um, I was surprised. It's actually, um, I don't know if they've used like a, a Belgian yeast or something like hops or something like that, but it definitely reminds me of a sort of a Belgian beer. Um, yeah, it's, I, I really, really enjoy it actually. Um, not what I was expecting at all. And no, nowhere on the labeling does it say that, you know, it's inspired by Belgian beers, but I personally can taste it. Or I've just been drinking it heavily whilst re-recording this exact same podcast and I've gone insane. Who knows? But yeah, very impressed and not what I was expecting at all. But I suppose it was a craft lager, so maybe I should have been expecting something a bit more, a bit different compared to the regular lagers out there. But yeah, decent. I would check out Captain Lawrence Brewing Company if you find it anywhere. Uh, It's an American brewery, so you probably won't. Right, so in this article we will be talking about what a keto diet is, why people follow it, and why they should not follow it. <laughs> Alright, maybe not why not they, why they should not follow it, just the downsides to it, and it's important to note that all diets have downsides, so you know, don't if you're on a keto diet, don't get too defensive on this, because I'm not going to say that it doesn't work, it does. Anyway, what is a keto diet? Um, the keto diet has actually been around for a long time. People think that it's a brand new sort of diet, but actually, it was. Um, I think it was invented at the beginning of the 20th century, and it was invented uh, to help epileptic children avoid seizures. Um, there's something about the lack of carbs and the use of ketones to um, power the brain that seems to reduce the risk and the severity of seizures, um, and that is actually true. That's not made up by crazy keto diet exponents that's yes that works and if you take anything away from this it's that keto diets are very good at doing what they were intended to do which is to help with epilepsy Um, these days the epileptic diet isn't often used for that because we've got much better anti-seizure medication which is used instead Uh, the keto diet is almost zero carb it's not quite zero carb it's impossible to really be zero carb but it's as close as you can get that's the whole idea i think you're allowed something like 50 grams of carbs a day Um, and but the idea is that what you're doing is you're depleting all the carbohydrates that are stored in your body and then just using your stored fat to produce something called a ketone which is used to fuel the body instead Um, So the keto diet is all about reaching this period called ketogenesis, which is where your body starts creating these ketones and then your body uses ketones as your preferred fuel. Um, The way to do that is to fast, you know, you can not eat anything, 
or people found that you could do it by just cutting out carbs because um, then your body stops using glucose and glycogen which come from carbohydrates um, the keto diet itself is um, is quite it's medium protein it's not high protein like a lot of people think it is but it's not low protein either so it's medium protein no carbs as much well as much as possible and then the rest of it comes from fat so there are lots of reasons why people would follow that diet um, the first reason is that for some about 20 years ago people started to turn on carbohydrates and act like carbs were the enemy and carbohydrates were vilified and bread was vilified and wheat was vilified vilified wheat was vilified and all that sort of stuff and um, whilst it was completely scientifically inaccurate to vilify carbohydrates because they're incredibly useful and they've been part of our diet since humans have existed um, that sort of idea that carbs equal bad has stuck and we just haven't been able to get away from it so I think a lot of people follow keto diets because they're still in that same mentality where, all right, shit, I need to lose weight, cut out carbs, and the, the keto diet enables you to do that and tells you you're doing the right thing. By cutting out carbs, you get to hit this special, unique energy source, and you know that's better for some reason. Um, but it's not. Um, another reason people follow it is because they believe it is better for fat loss. Um, this is categorically not true. However, in the beginning, you do see uh, changes quicker because you go through a lot of water weight, um, which like your body stores a lot of water and getting rid of it can give you the appearance of being lean. If you've ever seen boxers or in fact, a better example would be bodybuilders just before a show, they deplete all the water that their body's storing to get as ripped as possible. Um, there's lots of ways they do that, but um, one way would be to um, get rid of all carbs from your diet for a bit. Um, but it's just a temporary thing. Um, at that point, your body is severely dehydrated. So um, drinking more water, your water weight will go back up and you'll start looking normal again. But with keto diets, you get that immediate rush of weight loss. And then by the time that goes away, you probably should start to see a, a drop in weight anyway. So it, it kind of looks like it's more effective. Um, to be fair, I'd say it is, is okay for fat loss, particularly in the initial stages. The reason why I don't say it's better than a regular diet is that the keto diet is a lot harder to follow, um, which I'll go into, into, go into further on in this podcast. Um, but yeah, compared to a regular diet, um, many studies have shown that actually uh, just a normal calorie-controlled diet is probably your best bet for fat loss. Um, the third reason I think people follow it is because the diet sounds super fun. Like it's a diet where you are encouraged to eat high fat foods, so bacon, butter, steak, and you're told to all you have to do is avoid, you know, bread, pasta, rice, potatoes, vegetables. Well, not vegetables so much, you're allowed to eat some vegetables, but you know, low carb, no fruit. It's basically saying eat bacon and see good results, which is exactly what Atkins diet did and it inspired people, you know, like, even right now as I'm saying that, I love all those foods. If you told me that I only had to eat bacon and steak 
all my, for the rest of my life, I'd be absolutely fine if that trained off. And if you also told me that it would get me ripped, then hell yeah, I'd be on to it. Um, there is a fourth reason, but I don't think many people do it because of this, but some people definitely do. And it's the belief that being on a keto diet is really good for cognition, uh, which is just how well you think. Um, I would trace back the internet's excitement over cognition to the film Limitless, you know, the film where Bradley Cooper takes a pill and he goes from Joe Regular to Super Smart. Um, an entire industry has built up around the idea that um, dietary or supplemental changes can lead to you unlocking the rest of your brain. It's just not really true. Um, obviously, um, the keto diet does have an effect on your brain because it can stop seizures in epileptics. There is definitely some thing going on there. But in terms of actual, for, for regular people who don't have seizures, there's no difference in your intelligence or your co cognition like you know cognition isn't so much in intelligence it's also memory um, reaction time uh, how you respond to situations like a lack of brain fog you know that sort of stuff it, if you're doing a test and absolutely smashing it then your cognition is probably quite high at that point that's probably the best way I can describe it but yeah people seem to believe that you know um, a keto diet will give them more clarity and Again, it's just not something that's really true. Um, but anyway, that's why people follow it. Um, but what are the downsides? Why would I, if I was coaching someone, why would I say uh, maybe give it a miss? Uh, the first reason is probably the most valid reason, and it's most people who are following a ketogenic diet never actually reach ketosis. Um, they're not, they're not doing it properly, so they're not even getting the you know getting to the state which they believe they should be. So a lot of people get missold ketogenic diets. Um, to get into ketosis is very difficult. It's got it takes several days of avoiding carbs pretty much completely, um, and then there's like you can get these keto strips which you urinate on, and it tells you and the ketones in your urine tell you oh look you you've got into ketosis. Um, there are other ways of doing it. I think you can test your blood and all that sort of stuff. But most people never actually get there because they don't realise how many carbs they're accidentally eating. Like they go, "Oh, I'm not. I'll get. I'll just cut out, you know, um, bread and all that." But they they'll eat, you know, they'll have a glass of orange juice, and that stops them from he hitting ketosis for another day. Um, the problem with a ketogenic diet is that it actually takes a lot of effort to do it properly and most people did not pick this diet because they thought it was going to be really complicated they picked it because they thought it would be really simple um, that's the reason why most people pick any diet is they they either think it's going to create miraculous results or they think it's going to be really easy to um, do without changing their lifestyle too much um, but yeah so most people don't reach ketosis so most people don't see any of the benefits of the ketogenic diet anyway and that is a massive downside in my opinion because you're not following it properly and therefore you're just doing a low carb diet which is a completely different diet entirely. Uh, right, another downside of the ketogenic diet is that whilst it does work, it is it does not work better than a regular diet. So when I say a regular diet, what I mean by a regular diet is making sure that your portion sizes are small enough counting your calories, counting your macros, you know, how much protein am I getting each day? Am I eating too much food? You don't, 
people think that that means you know logging everything into my fitness pal but actually you know there there are many ways of doing it just even just by eyeballing eyeballing your food or being a bit more educated like knowing that there's 150 calories in a tablespoon of olive oil so you know if you're going to cook don't use five tablespoons to cook use three and you've saved yourself 300 calories you know it's it's stuff like that and it it can be taught and once you know it it's quite easy to follow and you can get a good idea most people who are thin doing it without even really doing it if that makes sense so um that's a regular diet whereas a ketogenic diet is obviously you know reading the back of food labels finding out how many carbs there are in this working out how you know whether you're in ketosis all these complicated things um but you could follow either and actually the regular diet is easier to follow and you get better results in the long term uh, another downside of the ketogenic diet is uh, nutrient deficiencies. You know, you can't really eat fruit in it and you can't eat a lot of, uh, you, you don't, you're not going to get much fiber from your diet. You're not going to get, um, you know, you're not eating any wheat or, you know, um, barley or anything like that. So actually there is a good, a, a bit of a risk that you are going to be deficient in certain vitamins, um, as I've already said, fibre, but also you could get a vitamin C deficiency, you could get, um, you know, which could lead to scurvy, all that sort of stuff. It's not massively likely, but if you're replacing a bad diet with a ketogenic diet that you're not, you know, like say you don't like vegetables and you go on a ketogenic diet, you are actually quite at risk of missing out on a lot of healthy food for no real reason, in my opinion. Um, the next two downsides are quite linked and they're probably the ones that are going to put the most people off. Um, one, the ketogenic diet is ridiculously hard to follow and two, the diet is very restrictive. Now, if you were going to create the worst diet in the world, the first thing you would do is make sure that it was hard to follow and the second thing you do is to make, it, make sure that it was really restrictive. Um, restrictive diets never really work okay now it's not true like a vegan diet is restrictive and people can follow it but it's not easy it's never easy to follow like unless all of your friends are vegan all of your family is vegan and you live in an area which is big on vegan food which for most people isn't and I think if you talk to most vegans they would say I struggle and you know other people have to struggle to make my diet work and it's the same thing with keto, ketogenic diets. In fact, I think that people who are keto diets should get a lot more shit thrown at them than vegans do because their diet is stupider and more difficult. Um, so, yeah, any diet where when you go to a restaurant, you have to get out my fitness pal and work out, you know, what you can eat. And then you have to get the waiter to do substitutions. And then all of your friends are sitting there going, what's he doing? Why is he doing this? I don't understand. That is not a good diet because it's just causing needless friction with everyone around you for no real benefit um restrictive diets are really difficult as well like in the beginning stage when you've got all that motivation yeah a keto diet's really cool and as i've said there's loads of food you can eat on it but nobody ever really thinks about the foods they can't eat like basically what you're saying when you're on a keto diet is you know, I'm only going to do this for a short amount of time but if you're going to do it properly and get results from it you need to do it for like years right so what you're saying when you start a keto diet is i am never going to eat another cupcake again 
I am never going to have ice cream again. I am never going to have orange juice again. I am never going to have alcohol again. And who's going to follow that, really? You know, it's your birthday. Your friends have made. Your friend has baked you a lovely cake, but you say, "Sorry, I can't have that. I'm just really into peanut butter from the you know, out of the jar." You know, or you know, it's you know your partner's baked cupcakes and you can't have any of them ever because they're not ketogenic if you are prepared to make that sacrifice then fine but just please understand that that sacrifice is pointless and it doesn't make any difference anyway restricted diets are bad people tend to rebel on them a lot quicker which is you know the whole reason why i don't want people to follow it because if you're going to rebel then what's the point in doing it um and finally the ketogenic diet is bad for athletic performance. Right, this last one's actually a bit controversial um, because it's not really going to affect most people. Um, there, there have been studies that have shown that ketogenic diets are bad for um, anaerobic performance in elite athletes. So anaerobic performance means without oxygen. So you were talking 100 meter sprints, um, Olympic lifting, you know, ex exercises which involve big powerful movements for short periods of time but when you actually think about that a lot of sports do that like football can involve you sprinting very very quickly for 10 seconds to get the ball and then you've got to recover um, tennis can involve that you know very very quick powerful rallies or something like that you know like a big serve um, well, what they found is that ketogenic diets um, affect this and your performance will dip slightly um, if you're an elite athlete, then that's actually a very big deal and you shouldn't follow it. If you're a regular athlete or, you know, more endurance based, it's not that big a deal. Um, and I think this actually, this last point gets blown out of proportion by a lot of people who are anti-keto diet, um, which I am to some extent, but I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. If you just go to the gym once or twice a week and piss about on a treadmill, you're not going to notice any difference. So don't worry about it. So anyway, what are my final thoughts on the keto diet? Um, this has been quite a negative one, and I don't want it to be, even though it's pretty irreversible now because I've just trashed it for 18 minutes straight. Um, the diet does work. You will lose weight on it if you follow it properly. You will live a perfectly fine life on it. But why would you follow it? You know, it's more difficult than a regular diet. It's much more restrictive. It's more difficult for your friends and your family. It's more difficult for you. Socialising is more difficult. I'm sure there are ketogenic people who do drink alcohol, and I'm not 100% sure of the rules on it, but it's confusing, and for the most part, there's no point in following it if you're going to drink alcohol because alcohol is treated by the body like a carbohydrate, and it's the same amount of calories. Um, so... Why are you following it? Um, if you do follow it, then crack on. You know, best of luck to you. That it's getting easier and easier to follow it. There are, um, there's now a beer that is fully carb free, which is brewed in Australia. I don't understand quite the process. I mean, it's called Big Head Brewery, um, but the idea is they separate the the alcohol and the beer from the carbohydrates i don't know how they do it they're very cagey on the whole thing but apparently it's zero carbs there are zero carb beers so you can have a beer on it which you know 
I think once you can start having a beer, most diets become a bit more followable. But yeah, I'd, there's no magic behind it. That You're not going to get better results from following it than any other diet. So why would you? I, I, I don't personally understand why anyone would. If you listen to my last podcast on confirmation bias, I think that's probably a big reason. Because once you... You, you follow it because somebody lies to you, basically. They say, oh, you know, you're, we only use 10% of our brains, but if you're on keto, you use 90% or something, or, you know, you'll lose fat faster than any other diet. These, you know, these are these are scientifically proven to be untrue, but there's enough blurred lines for people to sort of go, well, maybe it's true, or, you know, a, you know, a guy with a six-pack tells you it's great, and then you start it, and then you get quite stubborn about it, and because you've invested time and emotion and you've explained it to people, you get quite strong in believing it, and then, you know, some dick does a podcast about it, and you get really annoyed about it because they're just trashing them, and by extension, you. So I think that's the only reason why this diet is still around in regular non-epileptic circles, because of that sort of siege mentality of you know i've picked my way and now i'm going to stick with it and anyone who disagrees with me is a dick but you know let's let's stop defending it it's it's not the most healthy diet it's not the most effective diet it's an annoying diet for most people whether you're taking it yourself or having to deal with somebody who is and it could stop you from being a professional sprinter uh, you know any diet that does that's not worth it in my book <laughs> all right that's about enough for this week's episode um Hopefully I will see you next week, but, you know, the completely random uh, entries that this has been having, where one time it's three times in a week and the next it's four months later, you know, I'm going to have to break out of that cycle. Maybe keto will help. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. All right, have a good one, guys.